Welcome to the Stinger Golf's number one podcast. Holy mackerel, the show's going to be incredible. I'm Chuck Stevenson. You're going to be blown away. It's going gonna, it's gonna to literally physically knock you over the greatness of this show. And I'm Mark Puste. It's, it's going to be explosive, I think is the word you're really looking for. In a good way, a good oh. explosive. Yeah. We, we won't be agreeing throughout the entire yeah entire episode like some shows out there yeah we heard uh actually uh mark's brother matt is a wonderful human being assistant baseball coach for depaul he really is he He is a great guy yeah he is pretty good um better than me yeah yeah anyway (laughs) uh uh so uh he has a hockey show with his buddy his buddy had a fancy nickname i don't remember what it was and they were they were agreeing the whole time. It was like an hour. They agreed on everything. And we yeah. we yeah. and I'm thinking five minutes in the podcast. You're you're being passive aggressive. I'm calling you an idiot. You're like building a shrine to Ricky Fowler. I'm making fun of you, and you know we're not, we're not getting along. I'm gonna try to be. I'm gonna try to be nicer this podcast. I'll try. It won't work. Mm. See, see, there you go. <laughs> there you go you did it again that's your whole just i don't believe it you're an idiot it see that's the thing it's a two-way street i could have pointed out that ricky is now newly married great i'm so excited congratulations to ricky and allison they look very happy no i actually am very happy and they're happy and young and beautiful yep god and according to Mark, he's going to win twenty tournaments this year, so that'll be a good, good wedding present, give or take. That, that'll come out to like thirty-five million dollars at least. Yeah, that's um, got to be some record. Yeah, twenty tournaments in a year. Uh, yeah. So uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. I, I just want to say one last thing. Uh, I was excited because my alma mater, Lafayette College, was going to play uh, football on national TV today. Uh, granted, it was ESPNU, and they probably had uh, uh, horseshoes after that. But um, but uh, it was not fun at all, Mark. They were horrible. Mm. Yeah, so uh, I don't want that to happen again. I don't want them on television anymore. Ugh. Who'd they play? They played Princeton. So I oh. can't do the usual, we're an academic school. We can't play football. That's not going to work when you're playing Princeton. Mm. okay yeah yeah that sounds pretty rough yeah Yeah, it's pretty bad so but this is more exciting uh all righty so first we're going to talk about uh last weekend there was a tournament in las vegas it's called the shriners and we had a hell of a sunday mark yeah we really did kevin nod dueling patrick cantlay two very talented players there's uh, no way anybody could have foreseen that happening. Right. And uh, it went to uh, sudden death. Actually, two holes of sudden death. Um, and uh, Kevin Na uh, took him on the second hole. They kept playing 18 and over and over. Uh, 
uh, from sudden death. Uh, it was a crazy, uh, crazy last round. Kevin Na looked in control, then he triple bogeys 10. And then I thought it was over. And he also bogeyed the par 5, 16th hole. Cantley got four birdies, like 12, 13, 15, 16. And then Mark, what did he do on 17? He banged it in the water. Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, that triple that Na had uh, on 10 was a train wreck, too. Yeah, it wasn't a I 17. Mean it, I mean, it, I mean, it. But I mean, it was it was it was tough to watch, right? Sort of, it was it looked like old Kevin Na. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It it was yeah, that's true. I mean, I his story has been pretty well documented about sort of the the mental and psychological issues he's been going through. Um, I mean, but you know, this has been sort of uh, big changes this year. I mean. He, you know, he's now married, you know, and that's a fairly new thing. He, yeah. Um, although, I did you see that uh, sort of after his win, he you know, he spoke uh, there on the green and then he said effectively, I'm, I'm going to say something in Korean? Right, yeah. What exactly was that? I did see that. So it took a few days for, the, yeah. So it, so essentially he... You know what it, the the message he sent in Korean for the most part was fairly unremarkable, except for the fact that he had some, said something about addressing rumors. Um, wow. And you know I, he sort of declined to to talk about him afterwards. He sort of wanted he sort of demurred. He he didn't really want to go into it much, but um, it it slowly started to come out exactly what he was referring to and. It's there's this really long story, um, and it is long and dense um, on golf.com about essentially what he's referring to is uh, there. Were, there's if you go back to 2014 ish, late 2013, 2014. Um, essentially, he was engaged. Right. And he was engaged to a girl in Korea who was a a native Korean. Um, and, uh, from what I understand, Korean culture, that, that if there is an engagement to, to break off the engagement is essentially an unforgivable sin. Wow. And the engagement was broken off, um, just maybe a month before the wedding, but, um, but these are, where the accounts of what happened really differ wildly. And, okay. you know, and it wouldn't really sort of mean too much except for the fact that the family of that of that woman has essentially made it their mission to discredit Kevin Nye at every possible turn in his career. Um, it's pretty brutal stuff that they've, have been doing it to him and i mean it's amazing that one it's amazing that he has remained he's remained successful regardless of sort of what was going through i had no idea about any of this wow um, and they've been dealing with this for five years um yeah um so it, like i said it, there's a really long and dense piece about it uh on golf.com and it's available i believe today um so some fascinating stuff i mean he he himself he's 
got to be the most fascinating player on tour right now, right? I mean, he up there you know, definitely. I mean, I, definitely. I mean, look, there, I mean, right? he was, you know, he was hated for years because he was slow. I mean, right. he, you know, he he heard all that criticism. He was actually kind of hurt by it. He tried, he tried very hard. Um, and now, not only is he fast, but he plays with flair. Yep. Um, you know, he you know, had his own psychological issues that weren't even that he was open about and he didn't even include reference to any of this about Korea. I didn't know that um, at all. Yeah, none. Um, but now now he's you know, uh, you know, like you know, like I'm I'm thinking Bryce Harper the make baseball fun again sort of thing. He's sort of like the make golf fun again guys like i said he plays a little flair everybody loves you know his habit of walking putts in and um you know now he's finally winning with some regularity because now he's cashing in on that potential that everybody saw when he was young i mean he was one of when he came on tour there was an expectation that he was going to be not just successful but um that he was going to be one of the top players on tour he never really was able to reach up to those expectations but now um i guess this is what his second win in the last in the last calendar year and maybe yep. his third and maybe, I don't know, 18 months, maybe two years, something like that. Um, that's a big deal. It's a really big deal. It's more than space. He putted his um, ass off. Yes. He, which he, he, he can tend to do. He, uh, the 22 footer he hit, uh, in 17, I thought was a shot of the tournament to tie it. You know, uh, the, did you see he set sort of a fairly obscure record this week? No, I didn't. But I, did, I actually did research. I did a lot of research. But you're like, you know this thing? And I, I don't know anything. <laughs> he had fairly obscure record. Got these actually... notes are stupid. Exactly. I'm angry. It's, uh, it's, it's, no. I, um, so his record, uh, he had a record for, f- for feet of putts made. Really? An entire week, yeah. Uh, he was he was an inch short of 559 feet good, for the week. Good lord, that's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, loyal listener, I mean, just just think of it. If you know, a lot of people who in their own games they have tr- they have difficult you know difficulty making you know a three footer or even anything outside of maybe three feet, five feet, seven feet, whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I you know for 70 holes basically. You know, this guy's making this. This guy's making a bunch of bombs. I mean, he's not making it easy on himself. Um, um, so yeah, no, I. It was awesome to it was awesome to see. I mean, I, uh, I, I as I've mentioned on the podcast before, um, I, I've got a little bit bit of an association with uh, Kevin's caddy, right? Um, Kenny Harms and. Um, we got to get him on the show. He himself is, yeah, absolutely. We're still, still efforting. Um, but he, he himself is actually a pretty unique character. Um, they're, they're a fun couple. They're really a fun couple when it comes you. to the caddy player relationship. Let me address Kenny Harms. Kenny, this is the number one podcast in the world. You're going to have a blast. You can be the first guest in this podcast. You can make history. Get on here right now. Stop screwing around. Yeah. We gonna play that for him? Please. I tell you what. Please, Kenny. I tell you what, though. Cantlay's had one of the best putts in 18 that he missed. He could have won it. Yeah. That putt was incredible. 
Yeah, and uh, I'll be honest, I, I was, you know, I, I mean, I really like Kevin, but um, I was pulling for Patrick Cantlay because, you know, and I needed one of these to yeah, you picked go. him. Yeah, to find, it was a good pick, there. but I wasn't. I'll be honest, I wasn't. I wasn't super disappointed because of the one other guy I mentioned last week. Was Kevin yeah, no, Na. you had a good one. I know. The two guys. I picked Adam. Yeah. I had Adam Scott. He didn't do Diddley Jack. He was in there for a little while. Yeah, yeah, and then he said, forget it. Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. So he got Vegas sure. flu. You know who else got Vegas flu this week? Whoa, this is rumor mill. Yeah. Are you going to say it? Yeah. The ru- he- but this, is, uh, this does not reflect the opinions of the stinger. This is this is, but it sounds right. Right, I, yeah. The <laughs> sounds an- like it could have happened. Anthropomorphic um, stinger. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I will definitely say that um, our reigning PGA champion uh, definitely had had a fun time in Vegas. Um, but I mean, of course he would. I mean, he's got a beautiful girlfriend, and he's now being very social, but. Um, yeah, I mean, you can tell from some of those photos he was not 100% when it came to <laughs> sort of that Friday tea time. Um, he didn't make the cut. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. that's hard to do. Um, there's some entertaining. Which, by uh, the way, not to, yeah, I mean, not to, to cut you off for a second, but I, don't care. Um, I mean, think of the social life that Tiger was keeping up during yeah, also true. the most Jeez. incredible run of golf that maybe we've ever seen. I think I might have brought this up once, but when he was going through that with the infidelity, yeah. there was some guy defending him at one of the sort of the original sort of yelly shows, and he goes, "Well, you know, Tiger's a competitor, you know, so if he gets girls, he wants to get as many as he can. He's a competitor." And I'm like, "Wow, I'd love to tell my wife, really, wow, somebody if I ever wow. was ch- cheating that I'm just being a competitor, just too competitive, honey." Yeah, I just I got to get after it, man. Like that's that's incredible. I'm chasing ghosts, honey. Right, exactly. And Wilt uh, is still ahead of me. Well, see, that's what I was thinking: is that you're going for Wilt? I think yeah. Wilt. We once did the math on the Wilt ten thousand thing. That's no way in hell that's true. I mean, it can't possibly, right? We I mean, that's got to be a liberal estimate, right? Yeah, I'm sure it's a lot. I'm not doubting that, but. Um, I mean, it is a big number. I mean, it is, it is oh, factually nobody a big number. Nobody yes. doubts. Nobody yeah. doubts that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there's a couple more, a uh, couple more things. Pat Perez, solid third. Uh, did you see him on the back nine? Though he was totally Pat Perez. <laughs> he was just angry at himself, angry at the world, just frustrated. It's it's weird. It's weird watching him because I always have to say to myself, "That is a professional athlete." I know. It's just, it's different. I don't know. I, I swear he said something like he had a bad shot, like a par five shot he really needed, and he's like, "Oh, I'm never gonna win with that." Like it was some like total Pat Perez like self flagellation. It, it's. It's not my favorite golfer, but that was pretty funny. I think who was it? Was it Joey Sindelar that used to be known as the most like um, self-deprecating man on tour, but not in the good way, but like the guy who would be like, 
God, you suck, man. Oh my God, what are you doing? Like, and this would be like eighteen holes of it all the time. Oh, that'd be oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I think Sind- uh, if I, I I may I may be taking out the wrong guy, but I think it was Sindelar that used to be, um, that used to basically then insist that he would thrive on this sort of criticism really? of himself. Yeah. See, every time you say Sindelar, I think uh, former Cleveland sports uh, host, uh, the late great Jeff Sindelar. Well, I also believe, by the way, uh, Ohio State. I believe he's a really. Buckeye. I believe, yeah, I believe Joey Sindelar is a Buckeye. Yeah, good for him. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, but uh, there you go. So, uh, yeah, Bryson and Adam Hadwin had a really good Sunday, but minus twenty wasn't going to win that tournament. So, uh, and then okay, so I have one last question on this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so was that a yes or was that you don't give a crap? Uh, I it was a yes. I I think are you're you tired? We're still figuring out. Uh, well. Yeah, but um, I think we're still figuring out the uh, uh, s- sort of how I distinguish my my noises one or the other. No, that was a yes. That was a yes noise. Yes. Well, shoot, I have two questions. Okay. I thought I had one, but now I got two. So what what kind of year do you see for Kevin Na? And then do you see him as a possibility for the President's Cup right now? Um, so are Bang we talking the year being, uh, like 2019, 20 through the FedEx cup. Yeah. Um, through the FedEx cup, not through the hero world challenge. I've got something to say about the hero, but, um, okay, great. anyway, I always have something to say about the hero. I think the hero is by the way, the hero is to Mark as the Zurich is a shock. Um, yeah, I, I, I hate I, for some reason that tournament annoys me too. I'm just, ugh. you know, I, 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 I would say, you know, never, never doubt a player who's showing that he's got a lot, he's playing with a lot of confidence right now. And it's a guy and, you know, Kevin's been showing that for a while. I mean, I, you know, there was a reason why we went mentioned it last week was because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that momentum had been building um, and this felt like the perfect place for it to happen. And of course, then that thereupon it goes right i mean i uh, i think that it, you know because while the the presence cup qualifying is over the Ryder cup qualifying is still going on yes sir uh, so i think you know he has always sort of wanted to play in a team event um so this is sort of my way of transitioning between the two questions i I think I. I mean, I think it's a little rich to say he's got another win in him in the coming season, um, but I definitely would not put it past him. Uh, and I do think he's going to be playing with motivation necessarily. I do think that he does want to be a part of either the Presidents Cup or Ryder Cup teams. I, you know, I I I, I don't know him, um, but I do think maybe the the Presidents Cup might be sort of one that he would really like to try to get in, especially with. His close friend Tiger being the That's what the I was thinking. Captain. I think he'd yeah. have a shot. Yeah, no, I mean Tiger hasn't uh <laughs> hasn't ran away from the idea that he might pick Kevin Na. Yeah. Um well there you go. Well that, that that's a good answer, Mark. Way to tr- tie them in together, you great broadcaster. Uh, those broadcasting classes are really paying off. I love how we are listening to your brother's uh, show when we're getting broadcasting advice in the middle. Well, he needed it. No, it's main. He did great. It's fantastic, actually. He he's really natural at that. Yeah, he's got it. I don't know. You pustes have good broadcast voices. 
uh, my voice is uh, whiny and annoying, but I, I make it work. I think he had a good observation, though. His voice does sort of shift into the Canadian. He did. He sounded yeah. full on Canadian. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I, I loyal listener. He he's not putting on an act. I think that that's, I think that's a real thing. When whenever you start talking hockey, yeah, like you, you start dropping into it. See now, when I talk hockey, I I just sound annoyed because my hockey team is atrocious now. When I talk uh, hockey, I look like an idiot. So yeah, it's all right. But you're not an idiot when you talk about John Rom. <laughs> Uh, we don't have to go crazy about this. I just want to say he's on a roll. Um, I think Cantlay's now the number four golfer in the world, and I think Rahm is three, and I think this week uh, made that clear this past weekend. I mean, Cantlay almost should have won that tournament. But he had a great showing. and the, Now, this field was was atrocious for the Spanish Open, but he still just destroyed them. So... Uh, I'm gonna. I don't know if you. I'm gonna. I've got uh, Rory one, Brooks two, Rom three, Cantley four in the world. Any thoughts on like John presently, Rahm? right now? Yeah, like right way? now. Yeah. Like yo. Well, uh, you you've been you've been uh, conductor of the Rom train. Uh, yeah, yeah, not, and I'm right. <laughs> um. I mean, he's quietly, it's been kind of quiet, if only because his wins have all come up in Europe. Um, Mm -hmm. So I guess quiet from an American, what is that, jingoistic point of view. Um, Right. uh, So, I mean, he is playing, he is playing really well. Um, uh, Boy, top four right now in the world. Rory's number one right now. That's what Um, I said. I agree with you on that. I'm not. Yep. I'm not necessarily sure. I'd have. I'd even have Kepka in my top top four. Um, I, I'd probably have. I, I, I'll give you Rom. Um, for oh, two thank and, you, Mark. <laughs> I'll give, give you Rom. I, uh, I deign to agree and, with you. And then Ricky three, obviously. Oh God, yeah. then, you, uh, you're kidding, but you're not. Ricky four, I think. yeah. Okay, now it's more like it. Yeah, I think that 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 sounds about right. What did they say? Called me. Oh, oh, your friend. What was he saying? He's not nice. <laughs> <sighs> I okay. I'm being nice. I'm not gonna say anything. That's that's nice. Yeah, <sighs> yeah it is. Well, there you go. I don't really know how much he could say about the Spanish Open. Other than the guy who got second was ranked like one hundred and like one sixty three in the world, and the second place finish got him into the six hundreds. Wow! So that's that's pretty loony. That's yeah, um, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The next time you got to enter that thing, Mark. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Are you kidding me? Yeah, isn't this the isn't that the event though that basically Sergio dominated for years? Yeah, he isn't was this in basically it. the Sergio Invitational. Yeah, he was top five. Yeah, until John Rom came along, it basically was, and then then ended that. It was it was like a Spanish player that got a second too. I don't remember his name, but good that's for Valderrama him. too, right? They always play that at Valderrama, I think. I believe so. Yeah. 
Uh, it's not in my notes, man. I'm sorry. So I don't know anything. It's not in my notes. Well, there you go. So uh, we're, you know, we're, we weren't going to give you, uh, well, first, it's Friday, so we can't quite do a preview of the Houston Open, the Italian Open. And we were going to do a 30-minute preview of the Houston Open, which, uh, it, it, apologies to the golfers in that uh, field, is that's got to be one of the th- four worst fields of the year. I mean, there's the tournaments opposite of the majors, the WGCs, but wow, that's brutal. Uh, I can tell you this. It's the first non-PGA championship Rich Beam has uh, played in like six years. And it's not insane that he could win this thing. He's actually with the 69, right? Yeah, he's actually in the top 20. So, um. Yeah, this is not a WGC or anything. He did better than the guy I was going to predict. Oh, boy. Well, you know about the guy I was going to predict? Uh, he, he ended up not playing, so I wouldn't have got that right. Yeah, yeah well, listener, I, it, our, our two picks probably would have been hot, hot garbage. Well, it's a good thing that we didn't. Well, yeah, if your, guy, if your guy's in the freaking previews and in the odds... Jason Cockrack, what happened? Where are you? Okay. That's not a bad pick. It's a really great pick. Mark, you would have won the tournament. Yeah. You know, he would have. I, when I picked the guy's going to win the damn tournament. I, there's nothing. I'm Googling. He just decided not to show up, you jerk. I was like, nah, I'm good. Whatever. So we have this awesome grab bag of topics. I, I, I bet you, though, he's having a better weekend than my pick Daniel Berger. Oh, did he is he going to get a cut? I didn't see. God. That was not great. You I, you kind of I, I on... was apparently seeing something in Daniel Berger that apparently nobody else in the world was seeing. But yeah. Wow. I thought I thought maybe he could win something other than the FedEx St. Jude for once. Did you know but... that uh Henri- Henrik Stenson was the heavy favorite in that? It was like yeah, eleven was, to one. Because I, I gotta think tell you what, I mean, I I can't blame him. By the way, for 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 going that direction, he's got great history at this place, and you know, he's also the biggest name. Yeah. I don't know if he's at the cut line because they suspended it, but he might not make the cut. He's he's still he had to retire his three wood. Wow, did he break it? Yeah, that it did. It eventually gave in. Um, I mean, <laughs> but it's that old. Callaway Diablo, which was like ten years old. Um, Did he snap it on his knee? No, that you can fix. Um, it, no, the face caved in. Uh, oh, I actually shit. had that. Um, loyal listener, just if you allow me briefly, um, I actually had uh, a face cave in on a driver, um, and it was two days before the state high school tournament. Oof. Um, actually, let's see. It might have even been three. It was either two or three days. And uh, our coach, um, he was uh, professional at Granville Country, at Granville Golf Club, and uh, literally we brought him over to him. And you know, you got to understand some of the context at that moment. You know, Granville had never won a state championship at all in anything. Right. And um, we were, and this was the best team that we'd had in years. Mm. And um, Coach definitely saw it as his 
opportunity. And so I bring him, you know, hey, coach this. And just he like he went white uh, because he knew that this was like the driver that I used for everything, basically. It was reliable. And so he he called up Callaway and he got them to immediately, like while he's on the phone, ship a new club to be delivered to me first thing the next morning. Wow. You know, so I could work with it for one day before I, before I went in. Um, thankfully I actually had a, I had been working with a backup, uh, wow. uh a different driver, but anyway, um, all's well that ends well. We end up winning. Um, wow. but yeah, I, but you know, then we of course took that driver and then we just beat the hell out of it with that, with that <laughs> face. Cause that's what you do when you're kids. You're like, Oh, okay. Well, let's see how badly we can make this. Let's see if we can actually make the 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 whole club head disintegrate. Um, which we were unsuccessful, but that was a good thing because we needed to prove to Callaway that it. Oh, there you go. That's perfect. Well, there you go. That's uh, that'll be great for our state championship podcast. Yeah, the oral history. Yeah, great. We'll get McNeil on. It'll be fun. Yeah, we got to get him on. Well, who want, I mean, some of He'll these. Do it. Yeah, let's we'll do it next week. We'll, there's got to be some crummy tournaments coming up. <laughs> I'm running out of grab bag yeah. topics. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, I, this is a weird time, also for the Houston Open, if I recall. I think it, it's they've sort of shifted it around the schedule along with a couple other events. But um, in fact, it went away for a while. Yeah, I believe. Um, and it's now back thanks to the. Uh, the you know the pr um of the houston astros foundation exactly um although to be honest i you know and i loyal listener i'm an indians fan i'm not crazy about the astros i think that there's also maybe there's a lot of weird stuff that happens in that organization and oh yeah they're like a lot of like a lot of there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of there there yeah i'm very Um, suspicious i think they cheat all the time Anyway. I they, they they got some weird yeah. sort of ways of doing business, but um, and that's not even including the guy who went to prison, basically, right? So, right. Um, but what they're doing with the foundation and the golf, uh, the golf course that they're renovating, basically, uh, is really cool. Actually, they have hired uh, Brooks Kepka as a consultant. Really? On this, yeah. So it's kind of cool what they're doing. Um, and it's going to be basically the home for the first tee of Houston. Uh, it's it's going to be kind of a cool stuff. I mean, they are actually doing something really cool there. Um, I Mark said begrudgingly through <laughs> clenched teeth. Um, but anyway, and it's the last last one last time that they're doing the Houston Open at uh, I believe uh, at uh, Golf Club of Houston. It is. It last it's in my notes. So. Hey. Yeah, they're going to Memorial Park. Yeah, that's the course that they're renovating. Yeah, yeah. So, I actually wrote in my notes, which is cool. I mean, Tiger has been been talking about doing the same thing in Chicago, um, along with Barack Obama. Actually, the two of them are getting in on a course that they're basically trying to make cool. a public course that's accessible to younger players, but that could also be potentially like major championship worthy venue. Um, I'm up for that. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I I definitely support anything that makes my game more accessible. And this is sort of... Yeah, that's true. There, so it's cool. 
Anyway, I do wrote, you want to get into these uh, grab bag? Yeah, yeah, I just want to say, I wrote my notes, uh, Lanto Griffin, possibly. Yeah, I should have picked him. See, I, I have to... Darn it. I, I noticed Lanto went to... Uh, where did he go to school? Uh, I noticed uh, on TV today. Um, duh, it's gonna, you got me. It's going to eat at Forget me. it. Some, something unique. Um, Lafayette College? Not that unique. Um, Jeez, well, hey, take it easy. <laughs> that would have been very unique for the purposes of our... You went to Virginia Commonwealth. VCU, that's right. I, that's I, a hell of a basketball I, I, school. I, I was going to say, uh, he's, a, he's an A-10 guy, along with uh, uh, Davidson College. We're A-10ers now, so... There you go. But, uh, yeah, let's go. Okay, so first topic. All right. We're, we're watching a tournament. Would you rather see a tournament where the winning score is minus 25 or par? Do you want to go first? Mark Queste, uh Yeah, I do. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I'm going to say after seeing some of the tournaments the last few months, I'm going to te- – this is tentative. I'm not not going – listen to me. This is not like – I'm not going to die in hell for this. I'm just not going to die in a hill, period. I don't want to die in a hill. It isn't just, odd just, phrase, just, by the way. Just, just at all. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why I'm on this hill and I don't want to dying on it. Anyway, I want I'm going to say par, hill. right? I need you on that yeah. hill. Well, I'm off. I'm, if, I, if I know that's happening, I'm getting off the hill. <laughs> um, uh, I want par right now because I see minus 25 all the time. Um what i right now i'm in the tiger rory nicholas school of there's not enough course management right now there's not enough punishment for the rough it just hit it really long doesn't really matter and then take a really short club into the hole you know i think par fives are basically jacked up par fours at this point so Here's my caveat, Mark, okay? Because I know what you're going to pick. What are you, are, are you, what are you drinking? Are you, uh, I believe it's fruit punch, punch Gatorade. Okay, well, it's a hey, way to, way to pay attention to what I'm saying. I'm paying attention. You, you, you you're freaking me out, man. I, <laughs> I think you're going to try to bury me. Um... See, your brother's disagreeing with his co-host, and I'm already just feeling this is going to get ugly. I'm saying, uh, with the caveat, I don't want that USGA tricked out uh, funhouse mirror greens or the stupid holes where there's nowhere to hit it on the green for a birdie. Like, if you hit it two feet from the hole, it bounces 50 feet. Mark, that's what you're thinking I want, and I don't want that. Okay, I want good pin placements, and I want high rough. You know what I mean? I want course management. So I'm going to say par. You tell me why you disagree, Mark. I have a long history on this topic. Uh, Oh, great. I've said repeatedly in the past how much I love to see great golf. We've railed against the USGA. Yeah, we have. And uh, I just did. Um, and you know, the question is, is 25 under or even, and I got to admit, 
I'd have to say I'd prefer even on this one. Yeah! Woo! Finally! God! Finally, you're making some sense. Yeah, 25. I thought this one yeah. you'd get wrong. 25. I thought you'd get this one <laughs> wrong. Um, I think tw- there's no wrong answers. <laughs> tw- uh, 25 seems high. Uh, there's a yeah, sweet spot in there. Um, yep. I mean, I, you know, I was thinking when you posed this this question, I was thinking, you know, the great terms that you remember, they're they're closer to even than they are at a minus 25. Uh, I mean, That's now right. most of those are probably because they're at majors, but um, you know. Do do you? By the way, minus twenty five is not that far off the record. Do you happen to know the record for most nope. uh, under par I, for seventy two holes? The record for most under par is minus thirty three, which is in it, and and there's a couple interesting footnotes about that particular one. Uh, who was it? I really didn't know that. This one is going to blow your mind. Uh, you're going to go no way, no way. It was J J Henry. I. I I, Taylor Gooch. Yeah. Hey, hey Gooch, by the way. Um, it's going to be I know. Um, I know. That's why I said the name. Uh, I No, um, Steve Stricker was <laughs> minus 33. Yeah, he's, he's a good he's a good golfer. Sure, but minus 33. I mean, that, would, that that's, a, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot of strokes under par. And that's frightening. The, and the real fascinating footnote was he didn't win. What? Wait, what? Yeah, what? He didn't win. It was the 2009 Bob Hope, which was a 90 hole 90 hole event. Oh, I thought I was trying to I was doing some I thought you were doing some gymnastics like it was a 72 hole tournament. He had the minus 33 low score of all time and for 72 didn't win, so. for 72. Yeah, okay. And he actually okay, ended so up losing a bit of a the trick, next round. Trick question. Oh, I What did he shoot like a 76 in the last Yeah, I don't know. I not not a trick necessarily just you know interesting you know i just the lowest for 72 holes is minus 33 i there's only been a handful at 30 29 28 under ever so it's a big deal i mean minus 25 is low i mean think think of um whenever i think of really 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 ridiculously low scores mm-hmm. my first thought is 1999 bob hope David Duvall. Well, that Duvall. That yeah, was I was Duvall's say Duvall. final round 59, right? Yeah, that was ridiculous. Um, which, by the way, if you go back and look at the context of that win, that was, you know, he had won three times in eight weeks. Um, and each of those wins was absolutely dominant, with the exception of the 59, because it's really fascinatingly that, you know, the only time anybody's, I mean, I believe actually, well, it was at least the first time anybody had shot. 59 on a Sunday and it was definitely the first time anybody shot 59 to win and I believe won by one too I mean I a 60 would not have won him that event it was a big story for a lot um, of reasons um but even with all that he only got to minus 26 and that was 90 holes okay so you know minus 25 is really really low um you know I I think part of the issue is that these scores come at less prominent events um, the even pars come at the majors that we love. Uh, right. We remember those more, regardless of the score. Um, I, it's interesting. I also thought, you know what? You know, other sports tend to have more of an issue with scoring necessarily than golf does. Um, yeah. For, I for agree as much with that. as like the old fuddy duddies love to complain about, you know, the 
even par score and all that sort of crap, you know, think of all the measures that the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball have done to increase scoring in each of those leagues. Um, you know, it, it's, you know, actually, I, you know, for everything that the, the, those events get made fun of for it, you know, they, they haven't done what all those other professional leagues have done. Um, which is good. I think that's actually a good thing. I'm glad we're zigging when they're zagging. So yeah, it's fine with me. Well, there you go. That was a surprise. That was a real surprise. Sneaky. Uh, yeah, sneaky. Uh, that was uh, okay. So that was our first grab bag question. That went really great. So let's go to the next okay. one. All right. Are we gonna agree on this? Will it be two know. in a row? You got, and I'm not. I'm just gonna say clutch putt. I'm not gonna say eight footer, twelve footer. We don't have to do that. But you get you. You got one guy. You got to make a clutch putt. Are we talking? A, are we talking a team event? or Are we talking individual? Because honestly, actually, my my answer would change on this one. Okay, I have one answer. Okay, okay, you can you can split it. I got one answer. Now, do you want to go first? Well, are we also talking, by the way? Are we, oh, we're, no. we're talking contemporary players. We're not like going back through history. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. It's not okay. going to be yeah. like, yeah. All right. I don't want to be like, Harry Varden. Actually, he was a bad putter. <laughs> That's actually true. He actually was, that was his weakness. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Who, do you, who, who would you want? Okay. So I want a guy. Well, the first thing that's interesting is that the big hitters like their putting is, you know, they're most inconsistent things. The Brooks and the Rory's and the John Roms. They're more that they play when the putter's right, they win guys. So I want a guy who's consistently been a great punter, Mark, you know, uh, you know, a guy like Webb Simpson's last two years have been really good. It's more of a recent phenomenon. And there's one guy that if you look at the stats, it, it, bite you in the butt it's so obvious it, it does mark not literally but you're talking about a guy 12th in strokes game 2019 8 2018 tied for 16 7th 2017 his bad year was 33rd 2016 5th 2015 4th 1st and 8th 2013-2011 this guy's a border almost a borderline pga player without a short game like he last year, he's one forty seventh off the tee, ninety second approach. He still finished in the top thirty. This guy does it over and over again, and his putter is what makes him money, which is rare in the PGA Tour now. It's the irons mostly. Okay, you know who I'm talking about? No, Brant Snedeker. Oh my god. Oh my god. By what do you mean with that? He was my pick too. Yeah, this is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. I thought I was going off the board on that. No, I'm taking Sneds. Damn right I'm, you I'm, are. I'm taking Sneds as an individual. Now, now, as a as a team, actually, oddly enough, I, I want, okay. I I I want, I need Jordan Spieth on that wall. Um, no. but no. individual. Um, I mean, I, I went, I, I had a few thoughts. Actually, Webb Simpson is underrated, uh, as a, I, I mentioned him. Uh, this is, this is nuts. Yeah. 
this is maybe we're inspired by your brother's radio show. Yeah, I there I um um this is I actually shocking. thought briefly actually when you first posed this question I thought I was mm-hmm. going to go with Kevin Na. But then I started to sort of look into some some of the stats and then I actually the thing that really pushed me over the top on Sneds was it's that poppy stroke. That short poppy stroke, it tends to hold right. it better under pressure. Um, yeah, he's so consistent. I mean, he's uh, he 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 almost never has a bad putt, even when he misses. Yeah, he has good misses. You know. Yeah. No, I I I I'm blown away. Yes, we have the same guy. That's incredible. Because you pause, and I thought like you're gonna say that's a horrible pick. That's what you sound like. That's a that's how I sound like, huh? it's horrible George Spieth okay I will say I just I I still want Snedeker doing the team event yeah I don't I don't trust Spieth's brain right now I I I think Spieth's brain will only let him show up for the team events yep that's gonna be curious this Ryder Cup yay how's it going It's Kitty the Cat on the podcast. Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> long time, first time. <laughs> first time, long time. Uh, Who would Kitty the Cat pick for the clutch putt? Oh, it's, it's a tiger. Okay. Oh, I set you up easy. for that. Too easy. The big cat. What is it with the pus days and the puns? You guys love the puns. Our mo- It's our mom. I will say you're good at them. Like I generally, well, we didn't my, say she was either, but it's our mom. Yeah, my wife likes them. Oh, they're and great. She, yeah, they're great. Um, the, the irony, the irony. What the do I, do I know English? the The weird thing is, uh, yeah, my my youngest son is into comedy improv, so he's snobby about puns. He's mm. even worse than I am. So. Uh, there you go. Well, that's uh, that's amazing. So th- this this grab bag topics has been even better than I thought. I'm impressed. I'm impressed that we both agreed on that one. That was great. This one we can agree. This, this is so vague. This question that I I have a bunch of different answers. I do too, actually. Okay, I yeah. have a, I have a million answers. Uh. I'm not. I said bring the skins game back. Of course, we should bring the skins game back. Skins game's awesome. We're not arguing that, right? (laughs) (laughs) Is is that the question? No, it's not the question. No, because I'm looking. It says bring skins game back. I'm like, wait, we're not arguing that, are we? Like, I'm gonna do ten minutes of calling you an idiot over that. Um, no, I've I've so much stuff on here. It's kind of funny. Go, yeah, go. Um, the door is open on that. Okay, this one's correct. So I have I have a bunch of different possible skins games. So uh, here's the one I'd want right now at this moment. This second, okay? This is going to be controversial because it, it does not have Tiger, although I have a later one with Tiger. So just relax. This is going to be an unusual one. Um, 
this, this okay so this this is the four I want to see I want Justin Thomas because he's a competitor okay I want Bryson DeChambeau as my heel he's gonna be really annoying he's good and he's gonna piss it by the sixth hole everyone's gonna want to kill him so that's a good one and uh third guy I want is John Rahm he's great he might smoke everyone or he might fall apart and freak out either way is entertaining so I want that and then the last guy I want is Colin Colin uh, Colin Mark Morikawa I really can't talk today uh I feel like there's your there's your underdog that's the guy you're cheering for hmm. he's your baby face that's a, that's an interesting foursome. Yeah, interesting and like she's got a nice personality. <laughs> no, I mean I just it, it it interesting. No, it's I want it. I don't want. I didn't games. want it. I want to do something different. I want. Sure. I wanted to do. I want to have a little bit of you know really kind of angry competitor, a little combustible. Wanted there. Uh, I thought about uh, okay, so I I want to take it like realistically, like Kepka wouldn't care. I think Tiger's still recovering. I don't see Rory getting psyched for it. He's almost too nice. Uh, Rose, Xander, Finau, Simpson, Adam, Scott, they're strong but a little bland. My last cut, Mark, was Ricky Fowler. Oh, well, mine was obviously four Rickies. So. Yeah, I know it was. That would have been, that would have been the greatest. Uh, I also wrote Spieth and Phil stink so they're not allowed to play. Okay, that was really <laughs> that was that was rough. But yeah, actually, Ricky was uh, Ricky was close. Uh, I think it would be uh, if you're talking babyface in terms of wrestling, maybe you could put him in for Morikawa, and I'd be fine with that. So, you happy? We, well, we kind of have an interesting foursome coming up uh, later this month in Japan. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. I mean, we're getting a bit of a soft opening on the Skins game um, later this month. It was, uh, it's Tiger, it's Rory, yep. it's Jason Day, yep. and it's Hideki Matsuyama. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah, yeah that's an interesting foursome. I I'm, feel like mine's, mine, that. more crap can happen with mine. Like something really bad will happen. You know, I when you brought up the, the idea of the Skins game, I thought to myself, well, what was it that really made it cool i think part of it that was cool is that it was always around a holiday yep i remember it being you know around thanksgiving or, or around christmas and you know um basically you'd open up all your presents and then hey oh you know what there's some of the skins game there's jack right well it's arnie um, too right wasn't arnie in the first game? yeah no yeah. i mean there was there's been a ton of them but when the skins game was kj Choi and Stephen ames it sort of was out of juice right uh, i think at that point um i mean I, we we've talked a little bit about sort of uh this idea in the past but it really rests on the idea that there's more drama in a putt that's worth a bunch of money right yeah um you know i thought the skins game was always sort of right there right there but it was sort of lacking something really uh compelling yep. um and so when i was writing up my uh answer uh, I, I thought, well, okay, I've, I've got a, I've got a couple of thoughts on the foursome, but okay. I also thought, well, what is it about this skins game that needs to change itself? Is it, I thought, well, first let's, 
Let's go. Let's go old school. Let's make it Indian Wells again. Okay. Um, it needs to be old school cool. Okay. Uh, I I say let's extend that to the gallery too. Let's have like mm-hmm. Clooney in the gallery and McConaughey and Wayne Newton and Donnie and Marie nice. and you know and let's do interviews with them right, right. where you know they've got you know those old school sunglasses in one hand there's a cigar on the other hand it's a snifter right. Mm-hmm. After they're already like four drinks in, Perfect. like hey, given an opportunity to, you know, to plug their next show on Vegas, That'd be great. something like that, where they got too much tan and they the leathery skin sort of thing. I yep. love it. Um, I'm down with that. Second, let's go with the old school graphics on the broadcast. Right. I, I I think let's make it look like it's from you know the mid '80s. Bring back the old Skins game logo, which is an underrated logo. Yeah. Um. Um, the third, the players have to wear sands about slacks and pointy collars. Okay, great. Um, I I think this needs to happen. Um, I have no problem with that. Um, and finally, and the one thing that actually might be really, honestly, compelling would be, um, let's make the skins game like it actually would be if you're on Saturday morning with your buddies, um, you in which the players put up their own money. Wow, and they play they play for the money out of their pocket, and this is the other this is the other caveat I was going to add. Uh, they can't end the broadcast until we see them writing checks. That's perfect. I put something similar. I put big money and none goes to charity. Exactly. We want them to be greedy I, bastards. None of it has to go. None of it can go to charity. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think the players have to care about more than just a fifteen thousand dollar thing. Yep. I think, you know, it's got to be like fifteen thousand, or I have to pay out something. And you know, Phil would show up with literally <laughs> wads of cash, and he would be actually looking forward to the idea that he could be, you know, pulling it out. Because I was thinking, okay, players wise, I know you're. It depends on what you want, right? If you want ratings, I mean, you'd have to have Tiger. You'd have to have Phil. Right. I mean, they'd both have to be in there for ratings perspective. Yeah. Um. Uh. But then, then I started to really sort of think. Actually, what, what do I really want to see? And I, you know, I'm with you on the drama thing. I'm with you on the person, Mm -hmm. personal like pettiness. Um. And so what I went with was, I went with a foursome targeted at one guy basically. Um, I know that you had Brooks off yours. I have Brooks in mine, okay. Uh, specifically, um, but um, the rest of the foursome is Rory Sabatini. Yes, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Bryson DeChambeau. Oh, nice. <laughs> and the real coup de gras here is JB Holmes. Whoa, holy shit. That okay is my skin. That's game. pretty good. I do all that and I'm in. Uh, I'll watch that one. That's really funny because I have uh, God that I didn't think of JB Home because I had a bunch of other skins games. One was the a hole skins game, which was Sabatini, Reed, Bubba, and Sergio. Wow! But I, I mean. <laughs> God, he would love to put home there. <laughs> you imagine that one? That thing might not make it through six holes. Oh, man, I 
I just want to see the burn. I want to see the world I, on fire. That would be great. Um, you're yeah. I yours is really good. I mean, it really goes all the way. <laughs> I mean that just one. <laughs> can we have a camera on Brooks the entire time too? Just, but I think you and I have the right idea. I think we found the angle because I I felt like for right. the tiger and Phil, there just wasn't the drama. They even their trash talking was kind of fake. You know, I didn't buy it. Like I want real. Yeah, that disappointed me. I want. I was expecting real sincerity there. And I think mine would would be a good mix of of play and the little drama yours is yours is a yours is a design train wreck it's it's designed to fail which i love i love it what's incredible is that i mean what what i do like about yours is that there's no doubt who you're cheering for you're cheering for brooks (laughs) i mean you the other three guys just no Oh, just so we both had Bryson. That's good. So we had one. Yeah. 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 We got to. Yeah. Our, our, our views on Bryson are slowly becoming evident. Yeah. Um, so I have all these, uh, different skin game possibilities. This is the, this is, this is the undrama game. Uh, this would be the all chill skins game. Jason Duffner, Victor Hovland, Graham McDowell, and uh, Peter Jacobson. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> they would barely be into it, but that'd be fun. Yeah, I, you know, when I hear, when I just hear Jacobson's name, it, to me, that is everything about 1985 through 1993 tour golf. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Jacobson. Yeah. Yep. There it is. There you go. Uh, how about this? Uh, this is my crazy shot makers version. Make the fairways like five feet wide. So they have to do some crazy ass shots, tons of bunkers and trades. Ooh, we could, yeah, we could, we could, yeah. Phil Tiger, Seve, and Trevino. Oh wow, Man, that's I, obviously I, a historical I, one, but uh, I that would be. By the way, <laughs> I mean, I Biasteros and Trevino are the two least appreciated. Well, you know, players, I'm a, I think of you know, I'm a fan of both. You you know that you're pretty. I I'm really on the Trevino train. If he doesn't get hit by I lightning, you'd have won three or four more majors. I think Trevino never gets appreciated for how great of a player. He's freaking he is. awesome, great dude too. Came from nothing. Such a great story. I mean, I have like all time skins game. Every player, I have a second team all time. You can hear him. You don't have to hear him. I don't know. Sure. All-time first team, Jack Tiger, Bobby Jones, Harry Varden. Second team, Walter Hagen, Sam Snead, Arnold Palmer, Tom Watson. This is like this is like All-Americans. I'm you know, like you. the All-American team. Exactly. Oh, yeah, for the, speaking of Bob Hope. Yeah, all, they, I was going to say, all we need is, and young young listeners, you're never going to understand what this was, but and be glad all we do. need is the is the Bob Hope special with Bob Hope uh, announcing each of the players, and they come running out behind, <laughs> and they fake and they fake a little witty repartee right. between them. Uh, that, oh, 
Man, I would love that back. The worst was especially with golf. Imagine like coming oh, out yeah, and like exactly. Kepka, like him <laughs> trying to like create some sort of funny, witty thing with Kepka. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. It's so oh, sad. Now so, I want this. I want this bad now. It's it's so sad because I grew up thinking he wasn't Bob Hope wasn't super funny, and then I saw all of his older stuff and found out he was brilliant. So it. it you know, I just associate them with all the specials and stuff. And they were cheap. But it's like the stuff we accepted when we were younger. You, like People would not believe. If I showed my kids some of the stuff that was like, this was a number one show, they'd be like, what the hell? Happy days? Oh, my God. Hey. I'm supposed to be scared of this five foot six Fonz guy? Hey. <laughs> I, I, I Gene Bob Coop, Hope, by Gene the way. Now. <laughs> oh, hey, loyal listener, if you haven't watched Barry, oh, you're on crack if you haven't watched it. Oh, I think that oh, we'll do Barry cast. Fantastic. We'll, oh, that, so on drunk cast, we'll talk about Barry. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, also, I just to wrap up one thing about Bob Hope. Uh. One of the, to be honest, if you know how in the NFL they're always have, uh, bringing like contributors to the game into the Hall of Fame, yeah, um, which is sort of always seems a little squishy, um, right? Never crazy about the contributor role. Hey, man, if there's anybody who get should get probably a contributor role uh, in the golf Hall of Fame, I'd say it's probably what maybe Bing Crosby yeah, and Bing and Hope, yeah, and, uh, Hope. Yeah, those are the two guys, right? I'd be fine with that. And now maybe potentially you'd also get Timberlake in there too now. What about William Taft, President Taft? What about Taft? He was heavy. He was Ohio. He also uh, later became a became a uh, what is on the Supreme Court after he's president, which is rare. He's one of the few presidents who being president was not his life goal. No, it's true. He didn't really like the job. He, um, got, he ended up becoming... Um, Chief Justice, that was the one job he really wanted. Exactly. Um, there you go. I think our current president would yeah. prefer his current job. Yeah. yeah, that's true. He will not be a Chief Justice anyway. Can you imagine tweeting as Chief Justice? Right. <laughs> okay, anyway. This is um, really happening. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, all right, so we covered that. So our last topic of the podcast is... Um, 2020 Ryder Cup. Uh, I'm going to say who I think is going to be on the team, my predictions. Okay. All right. So, okay, these are the 12 that will be on the team. Absolutely will be on the team. Here we go. Uh, Colin Morikawa. Morikawa will be on the team. Brooks Kepka will be on the team. Tony Finau. Patrick Cantlay. Xander Shoffley. Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson. This is exciting. Matthew Wolf, Ricky Fowler. Oh, wow. Web, Bounce back. That was not that hard. Webb Simpson, Ches Reavy, and Bryson DeChambeau. Who'd I leave out? Tiger, Spieth, Woodland, Kuchar, Kisner, Phil, Bubba, Cameron Champ, and maybe a couple others. And if I had who I who I would want, I would take Bryson and Revy out and put Tiger and Cameron Champ. 
and then the rest of the team mm. is totally cool. That would be the team I'd want. So, uh, do you have a 12 or how did you approach this question? Um, well, I think there's like six of those spots that are pretty evident. Yep. Um, I mean, I think you're obviously Kepka is one of them. Yeah. Um, I think Finau is going to be one of them too. Yeah. I think Cantlay is one of them. Uh, I think, uh, Shoffley oh, is yeah. also one of them. Um, so was that four? Yeah. I got Shoffley um, winning major this year. So, um, you know, I, uh, of, of the younger players, the one I tend to trust most is probably Thomas. Uh, I think Justin Thomas will probably be on that team too. Um, well, I think he's such a captain's pick. I mean, if, if you're close, you want that, you want that guy in your team. You know, I, I, I actually don't see, unless they're captain's picks, I don't see either Morikawa or Wolf being on the team. Um, wow. Unless they're captain's picks. That's stupid. Um, <laughs> really stupid. Uh, I, I, I am intrigued, though, to see how many points Champ is going to end up sort of collecting. Yeah. Because, uh, again, we talked about it last week. You know, he's, he's the only one of these young guys who's won more than once and it's sort of I, I've got my eye on him to see okay well this you know actually since his win he's played okay yeah that's the only reason um, I like him but I don't see the like he really has had just one good turn. he would be a tough he'd be a tough fit by the way on on alternate shot that's a tough one to fit him with right. because you know obviously he's got the unique length um, but he is not a good putter, and uh, that would be an issue um, for, you know, let's say you put him with, I don't know, Kepka. Right. Um, that'd be a real issue there, right? Um, so, yeah, I think what well, we've got five there so far. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I don't the 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 one surprise to me that may not be on the team is dj yeah no i don't think that um, i think that's not uh crazy i i he was not on my f- super first cut of it like i had to think about it but i i just went he's super talented he'll find a way you know but yeah he's not he's not like a brooks or a Finau or a cantley who i just and xander who i just think are gonna get on no problem um i mean but think of how far he has fallen in the past year. If, you know, if we had been putting this team together today, last yeah. year, he would have been probably the second guy we picked, right. first guy yep. we picked. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe even the first guy we picked. Um, I'm with you on Tiger. Um, I love him, but I just, I, I don't see him not only playing. I, I just don't think he's going to play enough. But I also don't see him. You know, unless unless he either gets another major or wins twice, right? And I don't see him being in the Ryder Cup discussion until maybe he's actually a captain, and we'll see how this mm-hmm. goes uh, on the Presidents Cup. Um, I actually, I actually, you know, I'm 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 going to put Kevin Na in there. Um, I think actually the coming year is going to be. Uh, I think uh, you know he is going to ultimately. I think figure out a way on the team whether it's by a captain's pick or whether it's um qualifying 
Um, so um, we got those. Um, I and then you know all the old line guys that you that you pointed out. It's tough to see him making. Yep. Um, the big wild card is Spieth. Yeah, but um, it, I mean, he's it's two years now. He hasn't played. He hasn't been worthy. I keep, I keep thinking that, I keep thinking he's going to make it. Um, although you know he, I don't think he's even on the radar for a captain's pick for the presence. Yeah, they can't pick him. They uh, can't. I would be surprised. I mean, I would be surprised if he is. I haven't heard him mentioned as a yeah, possible captain's pick. Yeah, you can't pick him. Which is interesting, and it does actually sort of underscore Phil's record of. You know, being on every team for however mm-hmm. long is actually pretty impressive. Oh yeah, um, and especially he he had a certain degree of pride, actually a lot of pride in never being a captain's pick until recently. Yes, and I'll um, say he so, he he got a little heat the last Ryder Cup. I thought it was undeserved. I truly think he gave more of a crap than almost anyone on that team. Like, yeah, yeah, he did. He definitely gave it more of a crap. And he had been playing fairly well coming in, and then um, his, you know, basically he had, you know, he played poorly in his first match, and then they kind of benched him. Yeah. Um, uh, I I'm 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 buying into the Billy Horschel. Uh, I think Billy's going to be on the team. Okay. Yeah, he's a good player. He's, a good, he's competitive. He's, I can see that. How's how many is that? Seven. Um, I'm not writing them down. I, I'm <laughs> buying it. Yeah, I'm buying it to Billy Horschel. Uh, I think he's. I think you're only at seven. Are you making these up teams. as you go along? I am. Yes, I did not have a team. Uh, actually, <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> so yes, I am like, making them. You're like it's Rich Beam. What do you think, Rich Beam? <laughs> uh, Jacobson, is he available? Okay, so um, you've got what? Cantlay, Finau. Brooks, Xander, JT, um, Horschel. That's six. Uh, we got Ricky. Six. That's seven. Yeah, I'll put Ricky yeah, in there. Simpson. Um, I did not put in Webb Simpson. I I'm trying to decide if this is just a later career resurgence for Webb or if he's actually going to be here. Well, that's a good seven-team contention you've got. Okay, I'll throw. I'll throw a. <laughs> it's like Hoosiers. My guys are on the floor. Right. Um... <laughs> you need one more player, sir. My guys yeah. are out on out on the course. Um... Uh, we had Nah. Oh, yeah, had Nah. So that's eight. So okay. Um. Uh. Here's here's one that's off the board that. Um, I think will prove to be prophetic. Keegan Bradley. Oh, he. I think Keegan. He's been awful. I, I've seen enough out of. I I've been seeing enough out of Keegan. Not from um, this weekend. In recent. He's well, you know, thank God we're not choosing the team based on the Houston Open. We should. But um, <laughs> uh, I I do think actually I, I and his competitiveness I think would be really good on the team. Sure. Um. Bryson is going to be. Yeah, on I, that got, team, I even right? I put Bryson. Um, so you're up. To, yeah, Bryson is going to be. You're on up that to team. nine. I'm up to ten. Wait, who's the ten? Right? Yep. 
uh, Bryson and Keegan. I had eight. Okay, and then I, I don't have eight. I have. Then I brought okay. up Bryson. Well, who do you? Keegan. Okay, you got two more to go. Um, uh, Gary Woodland. Do you want Gooch or? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be in Charles Howell. <laughs> okay. And. Uh... Okay. This is so, <laughs> this is so like, dartboard. <laughs> oh. And Joel Damon. There say, we go. You might as well. <laughs> Madam oh on. my God, Charles Howell the Third, Sam Burns. <laughs> oh my God, Bud Collie, Tyler McCumber, <laughs> Richie Ronsky, Maver- Maverick McNeely. Oh my God, uh, Ricky Barnes, <laughs> <laughs> Bo Van Pelt, who's now she- back on tour. That's uh-huh. unbelievable. Um. Well, that's a hell of of eleven players. I still only have ten. I, uh, is that oh? You, if you want two, I can give you two. I can give me one. We'll go, we'll, go, we'll, go, we'll go. You know what? I, I I'll, I'll buy in on Cam. I think Cam Champ. Cam Champ. Okay. Yeah. Buy in on Cam. I'm just gonna I mean, call. The, well, the yeah, problem call is when you take out Morikawa and Wolf both. Yeah. Um. There's. Mm-hmm. Really, it's difficult to find players out there, but um, yeah. Well, listeners, you saw us preparing for a podcast during the podcast. I I, I didn't have it down. That was pretty funny. Cup, that was but... almost that was just so entertaining. I, I would not trade in for anything. That was pretty funny. You I were thought so... we were well prepared for everything else. You were like, I'm like. Uh, Mark, that's seven players. <laughs> My team is on the floor. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I have a few more things I want for the Ryder Cup. Uh, I want Rich Beam and Boo Weekly in some sort of mascot uniform, drunk off their ass. Call them assistant captains. Exactly. What ex- I, I, it's such a cushy role anyway. I want Zinger as an assistant captain. His only job is to needle the Euros. <laughs> That's it. That would that would be really great. Yeah. And um, and this is the last thing I said. Oh, Bon Iver, I want to play because that's like the only great band from Wisconsin. For the uh, for when they like are starting at the uh, is yeah. it during the broadcast or when they um, whenever the Europeans are teeing off. I <laughs> <laughs> when they got that drunk lubed up crowd basically right around that first tee. And then the last thing is the Stinger podcast has to be right there doing a live podcast. Well, if Nah gets on there, maybe we can figure out a way to get a media credential if Kevin and here, part of that. Too. And there's the two things we promise. I didn't run this by you, but you know that's true. We will do whatever we can to help the American team win, and we promise not to be objective. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't be objective on... Yeah, we're not going to be objective. And I also wrote, I am not a nice guy, according to Mark's friend, and that could work to the American team's advantage. Damn, could. Yeah, no, I'm I'm way ugly American when it comes to the Ryder Cup. Exactly. So, uh, there you go. I I, want to have more topics where you have to wing it. That was pretty good. Because I'm Mr. Prepared Guy, and I, I liked you sort of squeezing it out. I was very prepared for everything else. I, no, you were great. I don't know I, why I'm, I didn't. Uh, I'm not criticizing you. I, 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 no, I, I don't know why I didn't uh, have it on my list. 
No, that was that was really good. <laughs> so once you said Charles Howell III, I was like, oh crap. <laughs> I mean, he has played well. Um, I'd love to see you at the press conference, the captain's press conference. You haven't done it yet, and you're like, anybody names? Anybody? Oh, you want me? You, you, want, you want me to be captain? Oh, yeah. okay. Well, okay. All right. Um, um, who else here? Who's that guy? Or like, my dad can't can't think of someone in a movie. He just does this. The guy, Charlie. The guy. The guy in the movie. And his only way of of being more specific is he gets angrier and louder. The movie. The guy. That movie. Like that's what he does, and that's what you'd have been like. Be like, who won last week? Let's go with that guy. Exactly. So there you go. Well, that was a that was a great podcast. That was really good. Um, a lot a lot more peaceful than some of the other ones. The last one had a bunch of yelling in it, which uh, I find entertaining. But uh, I think the listeners did from the emails. They were they were digging it. I yeah. I, think, I think they generally they you I'd say you're the baby face. I'm the heel of the podcast. And when I get annoyed, they think it's funny. When I'm a jerk, it's bad. When you're a jerk, it's Chuck getting his comeuppance. So, <laughs> you know, I feel like that's an old timey word. I have a good word. I usually have a pretty goofy word every time. I think my arrogant dismissive sounds uh, are turning the tide against me. I hope so. I really do. Because I feel like uh, they're annoying, and uh, they're they're patronizing, and uh, and they're not up front like I am. Like when I when I call your pick stupid, you, you know where I stand. Yeah, you do. Yeah, so there you go. But no stupid picks today, Mark. Congratulations. They they even the ones you were winging were fine. Yeah, but think about how surprised you were when I actually said I'd I'd want that Empire was or that's I knew it was going to be a magical podcast. If I, if I hadn't, yeah, if I hadn't sort of been quiet and held my cards there, yeah, it wouldn't have had the same impact. So. That's true. Alrighty, so uh, you want to listen to this thing, and I know you do. What you're listening to it, but uh, always on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. Tune in, all that crud. Uh, Twitter, we got to get that going. We're kicking butt with Twitter. Um, I'll be honest, this weekend, it's, I'll I'll try to tweet stuff, but it's it's Houston Open. If, I'm, if it's a good uh, fourth round for the Italian Open, although I'll say this: this year we've we've kind of poo pooed the tournament, so it's actually been a pretty good year so far for tournaments. It's actually been fairly interesting. Um, and uh, a Facebook page, I, hey, you can go on and I'm not, I'm not going to tell you not to. <laughs> I mean, I'm not stopping you. <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to get much out of it. Uh, I'll tell you when it gets exciting. So there you go. So for the Stinger, I'm uh, Chuck Stevenson. And I'm Mark Posse. I'll see you. see you. The Stinger!